Welcome to Idol is Vital, your natural health and wellness stop. Hi everyone, this is Julie. Thank you for stopping by to share with me today. I hope you're having a fantabulous day today. And I hope all is going well for you thus far. Yes, and um, in this podcast, this will be a somewhat short one. I wanted to touch on the transgender issue. And um, it is being pushed in the forefront now. Um, to the point where we see more and more people are beginning to talk about these issues and rightly so because we're seeing that um, there's it's almost like some people think that you know there's this um, non-existent line between men and women and that men can fluidly become women and women can fluidly become men and go back and forth as they so desire. And um, so a transgender is a person who basically is transcending from one gender to changing from one gender to the next. There are some people who, um, it's not possible to do that, but that's what they claim that is being done. They're changing from male to female, or from female to male. Some people say they have changed and then they say they have changed back, etc., and so on. So now basically, they, they're, they're separated sex and gender, and basically saying that sex is one thing, gender is another, and there is not just two defined gender, but there are multiple gender. And unfortunately, what is happening is that it is a mental issue. From my perspective, it is a mental issue that is being um, capitalized on, that is being used, and that is being abused. And what is even worse is that now we see that the children are being targeted more and more, and it's getting to be that case even more so. And there's a lot of grooming online. They use the term assigned at birth to say, okay, you are one thing when you are born and that's your assigned gender or sex or gender, basically. So that's your assigned gender at birth. Um, but basically you can change that. Your, your, your gender or sex is not assigned at birth. From the moment that sperm meets that egg, you are who you are. From the moment that sperm meets that egg, that will determine the course of whether you are a male or a female. So this ridiculousness that someone is assigned a sex at birth. No, when you were in your mother's womb, all those nine months, you, you didn't have your male parts or you didn't have your female parts you see it it doesn't make sense and what's even more ridiculous is in recent times people are saying they don't know what a woman is there was not so long ago and for most of the world for most of the world population you ask them what's a woman they'll give their various variations of how they might present it in words 
but they'll tell you that it's it's an adult female and so now you know they're trying to blur the lines and um there's a lot of politics to it and i'm not going to focus too much on the politics i wanted to touch on the health aspect of these transitioning because you know my focus is usually on the health um more so sometimes i touch on the politics but it's more the health aspect of it and i like to investigate you know what people are not saying often in the mainstream media oftentimes when you see what's coming out from mainstream media they try to present this transgender transition in etc as if it's something positive i mean why not you start your child at 2 years old and you start to give them hormones and by the time they reach teenagers they start cutting off body parts and and so on mutilating themselves and this is supposed to be okay and this is this is the slippery slope which society is being led along and i'm speaking specifically for america um because a lot of what i see going on i know it's going on all over um especially in the western world but most of what the information i get to see is the american uh, media and alternative media etc and i know that also the american government has seemed to make it their point of duty to try to force the lgbt agenda onto other countries recently Kamala Harris for example which is the deputy president of the United States of America she was in Ghana and of all the things that Ghana could be focusing on to begin to thrive as a nation and to come into itself basically what she she was bringing is trying to get the nation to focus on the LGBTQ agenda where the majority of the people in this country don't don't give a high hoot about lgbtq agenda it's not their lifestyle it's not it's not their way of life and i'm not saying that you might not have a few people in the society who choose to live that way but if they do it would be basically in their own little private world So it's not a problem of Ghana. LGBTQ is not a problem of Ghana or for the most part most African states because generally the general population is not for this lifestyle. It's against the culture. It's against the norms of the the society. But it's against the very grain, the very nature of the vast majority of the population. So when they come with the politics and trying to force other countries to implement something that is would only represent a very minute percentage of the population against the wishes of the majority of the population you see how how much of a hypocrite America is and they talk about democracy but when you force something onto a population that only a small minority of that population um see as beneficial then what are you doing that's not a democracy
looking at America, as I was saying, because you can pretty much know that this, if this is continued and forced everywhere, these are some of the same situations that will occur. For example, in the U.S., the transgender um, community have the highest, reportedly have the highest um, suicide um, rate. For example, a study by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention found that 41% of transgender individuals have attempted suicide at some point in their lives compared to 4.6% of the general population. That is a very high number. And that tells you that for many people, whatever it is that they are dealing with, that would lead them to that position where they feel that they would need to transition, it is not resolved. Because if transgender is the end game, why is it that when they have transition, there is this high suicide rate? So that is something that ought to be looked at, ought to be examined, and ought to be spoken about honestly, but it is not like so many issues, it's being pushed under the carpet because they don't want people talking about that, nothing negative. Also, there are a number of negative effects on the mental health and well-being of transitioning. Let's look at hormone therapy, for example. That's a common part of trans transitioning. And uh, individuals who are supposedly transitioning, they usually undergo hormone therapy. And there are a number of risks from that. Increased risk of blood clot. That is serious. Increased risk of blood clot. Changes in the cholesterol levels. Increases in cardiovascular diseases from these hormone therapy. Let's talk about the surgery. They have what they call the gender-affirming surgery. And this may include, for example, um, chest reconstruction uh, for both male and female, um, the feminization surgery. So some men may feminize the, the, the face. They may have also, they may also have um, gender reconstruction, some people some people do a, try to do a complete change, if you want to call it that. There's no such thing, but let's... Some people change where, for example, some women who say they are transitioning to men, they might cut off the breast, they might have bottom surgery, which is surgery in the genital area, and men, the hormones that help to get the breast to grow, they may... Um, cut off their um, genital air, their um, genitals, and have something else that is supposed to represent uh, female genitalia um, constructed there. So you have these surgery. These are dangerous surgery. We're talking about the risk of infections. We're talking about bleeding. We're talking about scarring. And even 
what many people don't even like to talk about. And it's that many of these individuals lose sex sexual function and sensation. Many of the many people who have had the bottom surgery, nothing works for them sexually anymore. Many people who have had the, the bottom surgery find themselves with so-called um, fake penises and vaginas that simply don't work. And for many of these individuals, their um, sexual reproductive lives are totally ruined, especially if they've had these surgeries. Let's talk about increased cancer risk. There is an increased risk of cancer. For example, so-called transgender men who take testosterone, they, with that comes an increased risk of breast cancer. While so-called transgender women who take estrogen have increased risk of uterine cancer. These things need to be talked about. People need to be um, told the truth here. Let's talk about the mental health issues that leads many people even to the position where uh, we see gender dysphoria showing up. For many people, transitioning can lead to new or even worse mental health issues. These are not speculation. I'm not speaking about speculation here. I'm talking about many people who have spoken of their experiences and information that is not making it to mainstream media that is telling the truth about these uh, so-called transition. Many people transition and what happens? They may experience depression. They may experience anxiety and body dysmorphia related to their transition. Because remember, you are, for example, a male and you are transitioning, you say, to a female. The every single part of you is naturally male. You cannot change that. So here you are taking these medication, taking these surgery. You're trying to trick your body. You're trying to trick your body. You can never feel comfortable to be something that you were not created to be. And so many people end up hating themselves when they look at what the transitioning has done to them. And especially those who have had the bottom surgeries and realize that I have cut off or manipulated or mutilated my genitals. And it's something that cannot be fixed. That, that's difficult. Many, many women who have transitioned or say they are transitioning to men, when reality hit them and they realized this is not what I want. For those who have done the surgeries, their bodies are so messed up. Even, in, even when they have detransitioned, so to speak, many who want children can never have them. The breast is not going to grow back. For men who cut off their, their, their penises, it's not going to grow back. And unfortunately, what I am seeing is that 
they're targeting the children as young as possible and who say they're transitioning to women because a lot of these so-called men they as you look at them you can see that they are men and they want to be in women's spaces they want to be in the bathroom with the women they want to be in the changing room they want to be in all these spaces they want to be in women's sports and you see that aggress aggressiveness you know coming out because I find that the, the male to female side is a little bit more aggressive and forceful than the other way around. Um, and so you find that there's a lot of threats and a whole lot of craziness that is happening. And so, you know, we just have to begin to not be afraid to speak because the transgender community, I don't know what percentage of the population that they are supposed to be in America, for example, but really and truly, you know, from all indications, it's a small percentage of the population, but they put them in, they put it in your face so much, you would think that it's a big percentage and they, it is done to satisfy an agenda. And so they're pushing, they're bringing them into school. You have men dressing skimpy um, clothing, uh, gyrating before children, sexualizing children, and that is supposed to be okay. You never would hear of anybody, or most people, the vast majority of people, aren't going to applaud if they see a stripper, uh, a female stripper, coming into a classroom and dancing on a pole or whatever she's doing in front of students. No school would tolerate that. People would shut that down so fast. But why it is that a man can do that? Why is it that a man representing, dressing probably the same way as how that female stripper would dress, go into a classroom and twerk before children and do splits and all kinds of things? And a lot of it is done in a very sexualized way, and that is supposed to be okay. And they're bringing people into the schools to teach children about pronoun and they, them, and, uh, and it's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Now, we don't even know what them is. We used to know that them represents and, and they represent plural pronouns. Now people are choosing pronouns as it's almost like you can choose to be anything. So this, this fluidity, this fake fluidity that doesn't exist. And it's important that parents protect their children. That's something that is, you know, it, it, it's important. Protect your children. At this point, you have to protect your children from the government, the schools. And parents have to begin to band together and say no more don't bring don't bring these individuals in the school to dance for my child don't bring them to the library what why what are you doing that for how educational is that why are they at school so they can learn not to see a grown-ass man twerk dressed in, in skimpy that's not that's not where it's at and some of the books that they are introducing in the schools 
people really and truly have to begin to stand up. What they do is that they shut down people quickly. They say that you're, um, you have a phobia, you're this, you're that, and it's an agenda. And so the people behind them are people who have quote-unquote power. This is why it has been for such a small group of people to be able to be to shut down or shut up everybody else, but it, it cannot be. I'm gonna leave this um, leave this topic at the moment, but I just want to say the the chicken will come home to roost. I say this all the time. You don't play with nature. You don't play with life and think that there's not consequences. There's consequences for every one of us, for the decisions that we make in this life. But when we go against the very grain of life by even denying who we are inherently, and to think that you can change that as if you can manipulate nature, no, you, you cannot. You cannot. And this whole idea that we could take drugs and that drugs can fix us into something that life determines that we are not. This idea for us to play along with this, we are doing a disservice to our loved ones. Um, some people may end up um, hating you, not speaking to you, but you know you have to tell people the truth. It doesn't mean that you will not be there for them. It doesn't mean that you know you cannot be a shoulder to cry on, etc. Many people are going through lots of things at different stages of their lives, from childhood to adulthood. As we go through life, many things can happen that can cause various distress in one's life. And, um, you know, because we see them targeting children, but we see many adults who we would think are rational people. Suddenly, we see them on this transgender bandwagon. And people making really, really serious decisions, especially as it pertains to surgery and taking these hormones, and not realizing that there are repercussions. If many people knew the repercussions, they would think twice. And this is what pisses me off about mainstream media, also about a lot of these so-called scientists and doctors who are pushing this. And many of those in the so-called echelons of society who's pushing this and who are behind it, or the drivers behind it, is that there's no focus on truth, on the truth of what are the consequences of it. At least be honest with people. And so if someone makes the decision for themselves or their child, they know that, you know what, um, these are the consequences we were told. We were told that, yes, there's a possibility of various forms of rare cancer. Yes, we were told that there's a possibility 
of cardiovascular disease, blood clotting, uh, you know, suicide, anxiety, depression, all of these things, sexual dysfunction, getting sexual organs that don't work. So if people are given the full spectrum from the, the so-called positive to uh, just all aspects of the decision, instead of hiding certain information and making it seem as if it's all okidori, you know, oh, you know, you're being bullied at school, just transition. You're going through a difficult divorce, just transition. You're feeling depressed today? Just transition. You understand? I don't think gender dysphoria is a real thing in the real sense. But I think it is something that people may feel uncomfortable in themselves for whatever reason. Because when someone says, I'm a, I'm a girl, but I feel like a boy, what does that mean? You don't know what a boy feels like. Or when a boy says, oh, I'm a boy, but I feel like a girl. Like, how does a girl feel? You see what I mean? So it's all these terms too that, is, that are being developed. And I'm telling you, at some point, I don't know when, people are gonna look at this and maybe wonder what sort of madness was that? I'll leave it at this for now, and um, I will say that there's so much to be said, but I'll leave it at this for now, and don't forget, be the change you'd like to see in this world. Have a fantabulous day today. Ta-ta! Welcome to Idol is Vital, your natural health and wellness stop. 